0: Well, I can't tell you how thrilling it is to see you guys go to these verses and hear the Lord tell you a lot of the things he was giving me to share. And that's very encouraging. Very encouraging. And uh I I I want to I want to just share three words with you that kind of came to me in the last couple of days actually yesterday I think uh, to keep in mind whenever you go through these scriptures because uh, I I want you to go back for this next week and look at them again and find something in them and I'll tell you what that is in a minute but there's three uh, understandings that I want you to to approach them with in the back of your mind the first one the word is revelation you remember Paul prayed in Ephesians 1 that God would give us a spirit of revelation and the knowledge of God. So the knowledge of God requires a revelation of, from the spirit. Knowing God doesn't come from intellectual knowledge or emotion, but it comes by a revelation of the spirit. It comes by the lights coming on. It comes by the Spirit enlightening our heart to what it is. Now, as we read these verses, and this is true anytime we read Scripture, as we read, at the same time we're reading and our mind is focusing on that, our heart is focused on the Spirit and the Father, and we're asking for revelation. What does this mean? How does this apply? How is this relevant? and we 're listening for the spirit's enlightening. It, it, all of us that have ever been around very long, we understand that mere, merely reading scripture doesn't bring life to our life. I mean, how many times have we memorized verses and we 've read stuff, and it was like a uh, you know, a to-do list, and we just read it to get through. And and, and 2 Corinthians 3 says, the letter kills, but the spirit brings life. And so just taking the scripture as the letter will just bring death. It it brings deception because we think, because we have read it and because we memorized it, because we know we can recall that verse, we think then that we're more spiritual or we think then that we know God. The truth of the matter is everything has to come from revelation by the spirit in order for us to know God, to know him personally. And so as we, as we read that you're listening on two levels, you're listening to what you're reading, but at the same time, you're listening deeper, asking the spirit, what does this mean? How is this relevant? How does this apply? So as we go back this next week and, and review these scriptures, there's a real tendency to allow familiarity to breed contempt. Well, I'm familiar with that verse. I know what it says. I don't have to pause over it very much. I can just skim through it and read it. And, and it, we have contempt for the word because we don't really value it. Instead of going to it and say, Father, I've read this a thousand times. You showed me a thousand things about it, but I know there's a thousand one. I know there's something else. So I'm going to meditate. I'm going to, as I approach it, I'm going to read it. I'm going to ask you to speak to me. I mean, how many times have we read those verses in Exodus? If you ever read through the Bible, somewhere you got bogged down, either Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Exodus, you know, somewhere in there, just that stuff repetitive. And we missed because God still speaks to us in that. And so as we go back now, excuse me, as we go back, we're listening on those two levels. We're listening to what we're reading and we're listening to the spirit to make clear to us, relevant to us, practical to us, what it is we're reading. So the first word is revelation. We're looking for revelation from the written word. All right. The second word is shadow is shadow. Remember all of this that we're reading is the shadow of, Of the substance. It's not the substance, it's the shadow of the substance. Yes, there really was a tabernacle. Yes, there really was a temple. Yes, there really was an ark. Yes, there really was a mercy seat. Yes, all of that stuff was there, but listen, every single bit of that is temporary. It's not permanent. It was a shadow. It was a shadow of something that is permanent it is a shadow of the substance. And so we need to be careful that we don't become enamored with the shadow and miss the substance. I love that illustration James Riles talks about. You remember uh, in Hippo in the Garden, he says he's riding down the road, and he sees this huge billboard. And underneath the billboard, there's a pig. And he starts thinking, God, Lord, what is a pig? What is a what are you trying to say to tell me about the pig? And so he spent about a week studying about pigs and how they were unclean in Scripture. And the well, Lord, is there something unclean in my life? And and he just spent a lot of time captured by the pig. And so finally, he couldn't come up with anything. And he went back to the Lord, and he said, Lord, I don't understand what you're trying to say to me. What is it about this pig you're trying to say? And the Lord said, Did you read the billboard? He said, No. He said, well, go back and read the billboard. So he gave it to him again, and he saw the billboard. He saw the pig, but he read the billboard, and the billboard said, don't get distracted. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to read it and get distracted with the shadow. But understand, there is reality behind it, and the Spirit's revelation brings that out. Listen, what we are seeing is a peak a glimpse into the mystery of god the mystery of god is the reality all of this that we're reading is the peak into that and we can see and behold the mystery of god as we look at this if we don't get caught up with the shadow so there's revelation there's shadow <clears throat> and the third one is people people god's purpose has never been about buildings made with hands never ever from before creation his purpose was christ and a people of christ it was always about the people it was always about having a revelation with them it was never about buildings you have to understand that solomon went to this great extent to build this awesome building But it was nothing but a palace until God's glory moved in. Then it became the house of God. And even that was temporary. So God's heart has always been about people. So part of the mystery of God is people. Part of what the substance is, is what God does in people. So as we go back and look at scripture and see beyond the shadow, put our hearts open to revelation to ask the father to speak to us about how this is relevant today, how this is relevant to my life. Now, how is it relevant to the body of Christ? You've already begun to see a bunch of it. I'm just so blessed in what the Lord has shown you in some of this stuff. So as you go back through it, remember revelation, remember shadow, remember people. And here's what I want you to do when you go back through it this time. I want you to make a note as the people went to meet God, that was the purpose of all of this. It was a meeting place for God to meet with his people. I want you to go back and I want you to note what happened in that context. When they got there and they met God, what happened? A Bunch of times God said, This is the purpose of this meeting. Sometimes it's inferred this was the purpose of the meeting. And so what is it? Paul, it kind of goes to what you were talking about. What do we do when we meet God? What's it like when we meet God? Well, he shows us in here what it was like when he called Israel to him and the things that took place in that meeting time with God. So just go back and ask the Lord to show you that and uh, reveal some of that to you. And uh, so I don't. I don't know when we're going to get back together. We'll get. We'll do this next Sunday unless we get together next Sunday. Good to see Judy and Donnie and some of the other guests that were here with us today. Thank you for coming. Anybody else have anything else to share before we cut out? Hey, Micah,
1: if I could just, I want to. I want to jump on one thing you talked about in the shadows. <clears throat> In in chapter 19, verse five and six, he says, Now then, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my commandments, then you shall be my own possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And as I read that, I I realized there is tons of shadow here, but there is some that has always been a reality. It's not a shadow. And so in these verses, he talks about what is the reality from the beginning. It's I want a people. I want a nation. You are a kingdom of priests. That's always his heart. And so to me, I've been kind of seeing the mix of the shadow and the reality through that. Most of it's shadow, but then every now and then you just get a picture of that, what's
0: always there and what's always been real. Yeah, God's always given us a glimpse into the mystery, but we got caught up with the shadow. We got caught up with what was not the substance, and we camped there. We stayed there, and then we made a theology out of it, and we made a religion out of it. We missed the fact that what was really in God's heart was revelation, his son, and his people. That's good.